Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View, and thanks again for for hanging in, in there with us. And I hope you enjoyed the conversation about the role the military plays in coastal Mississippi. And uh, man, we're, we're really lucky to have the military here. I mean, the reality is they are contributing in so many important ways across those seven bases that are part of that are here located in Mississippi. Now let's switch gears and move over to my new friend, Lynn Fitch, who's the uh, attorney general for the state of Mississippi. She was just actually the state treasurer from 2012 to 2020. And she's the first Republican woman to be uh, the attorney general of the state of Mississippi. How are you doing, Lynn? Hey, great to see you. Thank you for having me on the show, Ricky. It's good. It's good to see you. Um, hey, listen, it's, it's uh, you know, we're, what we do at Coast View is we celebrate the people who are building a, a better Mississippi. And we're going to we're going to talk more about that here shortly. But before we get into some heady issues like something I'm passionate about, like human trafficking, I wanted to um, I wanted to ask you about growing up in Holly Springs. How, how was that? Oh, it, it was wonderful. You know, you're always from the place that you grew up and I was so blessed and so fortunate to grow up in Holly Springs, a small town, knowing everyone, great foundations, uh, core values and principles. Um, it gave me a tremendous opportunity, uh, knowing people, again, understanding the dynamics of small town and then to, to move on into, uh, but always stay in touch with your roots and uh, where you came from. I will always tell people, I say, where are you from? And I say, well, I, I live in the Jackson metro area, Madison, Ridgeland, but I, I'm from Marshall County in Holly Springs. Yeah, I talk about on this show all the time that today it's unfortunate that we live in the political world that we live in where we're so divided. And, uh, you know, if we somehow kind of remind ourselves the values, I say this about coastal Mississippi, but it's true for Mississippi. It's those values and that connection we have to this place we came from. That's the thing that kind of binds us together, no matter what our politics are. And I hope, hope to one day we can get back to that again so that we can, you know, kind of love each other, debate the issues, but still come back and be reminded about the essence of, uh, you know, why we live in this great state. You, you feel the same way, I bet. Absolutely. We have a great state, Ricky, and we're all so fortunate to live here. Wonderful quality of life. You just see the friendships, the family, the values that we have here in Mississippi. Uh, we really need to celebrate those and uh, always be uh, respectful of one another, regardless of party affiliation and be supportive and be empowering for our great state. Always looking for opportunities uh, to really showcase and be ambassadors for the state of Mississippi. So it's got to be a privilege to be the attorney general for the state. And uh, how's it going implementing your priorities? Oh, you know, it's such an honor. I am so humbled to serve in this position. I, I feel extremely blessed and I have a great team. You know, I've been very fortunate in all the offices that I've been able to hold, but to have great team members. And I am very, very uh, enamored to have such great uh, teammates at the AG's office. You know, coming back, you know, I started my career at the AG's office 35 years ago. Uh, and so to be back and I started as a special assistant attorney general, I understood the complexity, the significance of this office back then. It was very impressionable for me. I loved that job back then. And so to be back 
and to um, be in this leadership position with great team members. It's exciting. Uh, this is a great office that we touch lives every day, somehow, some fashion. And it's our job to be uh, out there representing our constituents, agencies, uh, issues, whatever the case might be, um, victims. There's just so many areas in this office that this uh, touches. And we're out there helping people on every front uh, all across the state. One of your passions is human trafficking, and it happens to be one of mine, too. For people who listen to the show on a regular basis, they know that um, I've had numerous shows about it. And Steve Azar wrote a great song called The Sky is Falling uh, about about this horrific uh, part of our society. As a publisher, I I was often talking to uh, uh, community and statewide leaders about this subject. I was deeply concerned about it in general, but also as it related to children, which is amazing to even have, have to say that. Um, been really focused on trying to figure out what we can do for you know to help those who are trapped. Uh, Tim Tebow referred to human traffic as horrific and dark, and um, I thought one of the cool things or important things that Ashton Kutcher said when he first be- began getting focused on human trafficking is that everyone has a right to pursue happiness. Um, so how did how did this become a priority for you? Oh, I am deeply committed on this issue, just as you are, Ricky. It's uh, it's tragic. It, it is a very dark situation. It's one that people have a hard time even recognizing. Um, but my team, we are extremely committed on every level that we can across the state. But, you know, most people say human trafficking, that, that's a global issue. That's not happening here. Um, when, in fact, it's right here in Mississippi. Um, it's all across our state. But it takes every one of us to be aware, to spot it, and then to help these individuals. Because again, they're victims. And we need to help them get back into society without any shame or blame. And so we need to be ready, be prepared, law enforcement, prosecutors, uh, everybody looking out for the signs on how we can help these individuals. They didn't ask to be in this situation. Um, It's just the numbers are overwhelming. If you stop and look at the numbers that we have today, Uh, across our globe. There are over 40 million people that are in modern day slavery, 40 million across the globe. That's unbelievable. And and you think about it, this has now become the most illegal profitable business in the globe, um, hitting $150 billion a year as an industry. And they're doing that on the backs of victims making these horrific dollars based on victims. So, so you have men and women and children trapped in this modern day slavery. One of the things, one of the things that I've, I like to focus on is helping people understand what it is and where it is. And when they think about human trafficking, they tend to think about something that's happening in this faraway land. And what they don't realize is that it could be a neighbor. It could be it could be a vulnerable person inside a family. You know, oftentimes, family members are the ones who are involved in trafficking in some way or another. Uh, it comes in so many different forms, and it's certainly here in coastal Mississippi and, and across the state. One of the, one of the things that Mike Hurst and I, the former U.S. attorney, and I talked about last week is that the Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl of all, of all things, is the nation's highest human trafficking event. That, that's terrible, isn't it, Lynn, to think about that? It, it really is. You think about here are all these people there and these traffickers have taken an opportunity to put these young men, women out there, traffic them. Uh, people act out of their ordinary stance, 
but they're doing it. They're putting online ads. They're moving them across right now, across the state lines into that area because they're looking to make a profit and they are leveraging these young people. It's unfortunate. We've got to be ready. We've got to be prepared to stop it. I was looking at some statistics just from last year's Super Bowl alone. And Miami made 47 human trafficking uh, related arrests and recovered 22 victims. Wow, that shouldn't yeah. happen in any day. No. But here's this big sporting event and it's going on. So what do, what do you see as it relates to the coast? What, what, what's your thoughts about human trafficking on the coast? Well, you know, first and foremost, Ricky, we all have to work together. Uh, this is a partnership. It, it takes everyone. Um, in my office, we've really set some great teams in motion. We've got investigators, we've got prosecutors, we've got victims, advocates. Uh, we're moving to educate people across um, the state. But it, it's a state, it's a federal, it's a local partnership. So we all have to be working with one another. Um, and Certainly down there on the coast, you've had a, a great uh, partner with uh, Gulf Coast Center um, for Nonviolence. They do excellent work, and there are a number of others, but, you know, they were able to obtain a grant. And again, you're looking for these victims to get them to a safe place. How do we prepare them to come back into society? You know, it's shelter, it's doctor's bills, it's preparation, it's workforce. All these things that these victims need, and many times they're children. And so how do we place these children? What's the right housing for them? They don't fit normally just into a, a foster care scenario because they don't know any different. They may have been trafficked for years and all they're doing is to look back to get to something they know familiar, which is they've been sold time and time again in the sexual slavery arena. Yeah, you mentioned the Center for Nonviolence uh, here in coastal Mississippi, and I've had Stacy Riley on the show a couple of times. And you know, they, they're really focused on working with the victims and helping them sort of work their way out of the, the situation they're in. I know there, there are a task force across the state that are focused on it. So you've got the legal side, which is dealing with the trafficking itself. And then, of course, you've got the victim side, which is working to try to help them sort of restore their life and move on with their life in a way that is productive. And as Ashton Kutcher said, gives them the, the pursuit of happiness. What's amazing when I talk to uh, to Stacy about this and and any other any other leader who is focused on it is the fact that there the, the think that there's a market for children. Lynn, it's hard to get your head around that, isn't it? It is. And, you know, in our office, Ricky, we work very diligently. Uh, we have an entire um, division and all their cyber crimes, child exploitation, and it's happening daily. And so every time we can, we get the opportunity. We work and we partner, we do missions, and we go after all these bad actors because they're predators and they're at every turn and they're looking for these vulnerable children. Um, and, you know, some of these children are, are very young. They're 10, 12, 14. Uh, it's just unthinkable. We just can't even imagine that this is happening to these children. This is Lynn Fitch. She's the attorney general for the state of Mississippi. And we're having a conversation about a topic that's not easy to talk about, but it's an important conversation. And uh, there are a lot of victims who need us to stay focused on this on this subject. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation about human trafficking. Uh, we'll see you after this break. Coast View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. 
Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We're having a conversation with the Attorney General for the state of Mississippi, Lynn Fitch. And um, she has lots of priorities. She's, you know, obviously she shared her passion for the role that she plays in the state. And, uh, you know, this was a multifaceted position. Sometime in the future, we'll come back and talk more about the attorney general's role and the, the various uh, dimensions of it. And, and, and there's, there's no rest for the weary when you do what you do. But what we're focused on today in particular is human trafficking. And what brings this to the forefront is the fact that the Super Bowl, which is coming up, is one of the highest, if the, not the highest, human trafficking events uh, in the nation. And um, I've had, as, as regular listeners know, I've had this, this, this constant call to keep human trafficking front and center in people's minds. And Lynn, one of the things that I'm surprised about, when you look at the numbers and you look at how difficult it is for victims to sort of find their way to their own pursuit of happiness to get out of the situation, uh, when you look at it, it's, 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 I'm surprised, actually, that there's not more outrage. There, there's not more conversations about it in media. Um, and I'm thankful that people like you are making this part of your mission to keep it front and center and to stay focused on it. But why don't you, why, why do you think there's not more outrage? Well, I'll tell you, Ricky, I think it's such a tough subject. People don't want to acknowledge it. So as you're raising awareness and we're raising awareness, the more we can talk about it, the more we can get people engaged to understand it's happening, it's happening in our state. What do we look for? We're certainly trying to get out and do a lot of promotional awareness so that people, if they spot it, can help stop it because all of us are driving toward the solution. It'd be nice to say we don't have it. Um, we want to have strong law enforcement. We want to have strong victim support here. But we'd like to get to the point where um, human trafficking is not happening in the state of Mississippi. But so much of it is getting people to understand it truly is. Um, it's unfortunate. Um, we've got to save these victims. We've got to help them. We've got to understand what do you look for? You know, where are the case scenarios that you might see some? What do you spot that an individual is doing? Are they nervous? Are they not looking at you? Are they um, very distant? Um, they may be in the same kind of car that your neighbor drives. So looking for that, looking at, at what happened might happen at schools. Uh, convenience stores. There are just a number of ways. We just got to have the conversation. We've got to educate people on what's out there and then how we can go in. And I'll tell you, one of the greatest things that's been helpful is the, the national um, trafficking um, hotline. And I, I'd like for people to, to know that number. I know you put it out there, but it's 1-888-373-7888. Now, it's important because it's confidential. It's an opportunity if you're a victim or you think someone's a victim to reach out. Uh, in 2019 alone, we had just in Mississippi, we had a number of calls that came in um, in 19, 148 cases involving Mississippians went to the hotline and that included 241 victims. Wow. It's a tough issue. Um, and the note that your uh, director of communications hand uh, sent to me, by the way, her name is Colby Jordan. She seems incredibly effective in what she does. Um, she, uh, she mentioned that you had partnered with her, uh, Uber and Polaris to, to actually cut a video last week to talk about, you know, to, to their listeners, uh, you know, talk to our listeners about the partnership that you developed there. 
and it was it's a great partnership and again the more that we can have the conversation the more we can put out there people will know what to look for spot it and then um, hopefully take some action so we partnered with players from the nation's largest um, human trafficking organization nonprofit with uber and the the point there was to get out the information but you know get get it out on all media that we could but also with uber what do uber drivers look for what do they look for in their communities what do they spot when they're the uber eats and they're delivering food you know is it distance do you see these children do you see them being kept apart are they not making eye contact are they nervous when you're they're around so uh, it's been a very important partnership um, and we were excited to do that with polaris and uber so let's let's switch gears and the last couple of minutes that we have left. What does a day in the life of Lynn Fitch look like these days? Oh, it's pretty busy. Um, again, you know, we represent all the state agencies. Certainly, the legislature's in session. We write opinions, so I have a number of meetings, a number of Zoom meetings. Uh, again, staying in check on everything that's going on across our state. Um, we've got uh, over 300 uh, staff members, uh, about 170 lawyers, and 65 investigators. So we have a lot going on um, on a daily basis, and on, it never stops. The work of the AG is 24-7. Yeah, the pandemic, you didn't get to hit the pause button when the pandemic hit. And we talk about on this show all the time the way technology has really literally revolutionized the way we can do business. I bet especially as it relates to you having sort of these statewide responsibilities that technology, you mentioned Zoom, and we're doing this show, you, you know, using Skype, but uh, but I bet technology really enabled you to be more efficient in some some ways, hasn't it? You know, it really did. And and the team rose to the occasion, Ricky. We never missed a single day. We were in court by whatever media means was available. Uh, we were making it happen. Um, certainly out there going after those bad guys and uh, <laughs> making those arrests. I mean, none of that stopped. Um, but it did help us. We are prepared. Um, we, you know, again, won't miss any days because of technology and our technology group did a phenomenal job getting everybody up and going. And um, it really has changed the opportunity for us to work and, and really seize on any time that we need to be present. We can now do it through a digital uh, process. Well, Lynn Fitch, the uh, Attorney General for the State of Mississippi, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show, and thanks for your passion for your work, and especially as it relates to human trafficking. I look forward to visiting again soon. Me too. Thank you for having me, and thank you for um, really putting out the message on human trafficking. It's important for all of us to be involved and drive toward the solution for these folks. So thank you. You, you bet. Thank you so much, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.